The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Here's another old saying that deserves a second look, says Jesus. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. And if someone drags you into court and sues for the shirt off your back, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. And if someone takes unfair advantage of you, use this occasion to practice the servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. You're familiar with the old written law, love your friend and its unwritten companion, hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. And when someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer. For then you are working out of your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best, the sun to warm and the rain to nourish, to everyone regardless, the good and bad, the nice and the nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. You're kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. Our Creator God, we give thanks for this beautiful springtime day in the midst of the bleak midwinter. It has taken many of us outdoors to celebrate uh, and do things we can't normally do until springtime comes. So we give thanks for freedom and opportunity for the beauty of the earth and pray that we can steward it well. And we give thanks, Lord, for your challenging teachings, which kind of turn us upside down and inside out sometimes, but it can make the world a different place. Give us the power and strength and courage of the Holy Spirit to face those in our lives who drive us crazy or who put us down and help us to try to turn that situation into a situation of love and new beginnings. Help us stay the course, Lord, for the sake of this world. In your name we ask it. Amen. Yesterday, I happened on this particular reflection from a youth magazine, and it hit home for today's sermon. See what you think. Once upon a time, a man set out to change the world. Before long, he discovered that the world was far too big for one person to change. And so he decided to change the country his country. Crooked politicians and special interest groups unfortunately thwarted his efforts, so he decided to change his neighborhood. But his neighbors simply closed their doors, shut their windows, so he decided 
to change his family instead. Instead of changing, his children rebelled and his wife threatened a divorce and things only got worse. Finally, the man decided to change himself. And when he did that, he changed the world. In other words, if we want to make a difference, we need to start with the person in the mirror. Sounds like the echoes of Michael Jackson's uh, famous hit song, The Man in the Mirror. Remember this, I know many of you remember this. I'm starting with the man in the mirror and I'm asking him to change his ways. No message could be any clearer if you want to make the world a better place. Take a look at yourself and then make a change. The New York Times called this song, he did not write it, but he sang it well. They called it a gospely lift. I never heard such a word. A gospely lift. Though Though he didn't write it, it was also called a homily of personal commitment. A sermon of personal commitment. Maybe that's what Jesus was spelling out for his disciples in today's final verses from the Sermon on the Mount. We've been working through these tough texts now for at least three weeks, if not more, and uh, and today is the culmination of it as we have Transfiguration next week, the last week in Epiphany, before we go into the Lenten journey in the wilderness. So this sermon from Jesus could be called a homily of his personal commitment today. Jesus clarifies for his followers all about him, here is our identifying behavior. I want my followers to be recognizable by their behavior, by their shocking countercultural behavior. Old rabbis thought they knew what God had in mind for his kingdom dwellers in this readings. And scribes also made rationalizations galore and muddied up the true intent of the real law. So here's the real deal, says Jesus. The full, unadulterated spirit of the law from God's lips to your ears. Jesus said, it's not an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. That was just a limitation put on retaliation by the rabbis so that you couldn't go overboard when you retaliated against someone else. If someone harms your wife or hurts your farm animal, you cannot increase the violence back against them, said the rabbis, or back against your enemy by taking two of his eyes if he takes one of yours. You get to take an eye, but only one. It can only be equal punishment. One black eye for one black eye, one sheep for one sheep. But what's missing in this back and forth, back and forth? There is no forgiveness required at all. It's formulaic, and it's endless, and it brings you nowhere, except maybe blind and poor. Every offense had a proper penalty, but there was no love transforming the relationship. But Jesus said, so I am now giving you God's true intentions. When struck, don't strike back at all. And if someone sues you in court and wins your shirt, give him your coat as well. 
Don't depend on the rules of the law to govern human relationships, but live by love's free, unearned gift. Serve your neighbor in humility and kindness. Now that will change the world. And says Jesus, brothers and sisters, how urgently this world needs this therapeutic intervention. And we could say, bravo today as well. As we increase our nuclear arsenals, as we hack each other's intelligence and parade armies and tanks in city streets as a show of power from Russia to North Korea, it is time that we change up something or we'll all be blown off the face of the earth. As biblical commentator Len Sweet explains, believers are not to give others what they deserve. Rather, Jesus' followers are to emulate the Father who gives good things to all people, the evil and the good, the righteous and the unrighteous, and sinner and saint. Jesus today shows the shallowness and self-centeredness of people, Sweet continues. If you love only those who love you, what reward do you have? Even the Gentiles do that. And finally, Jesus caps off his challenge. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Which doesn't really mean, you know, be perfect like we would think it means. Perfect is a Greek word, teleos, which means the culmination, the, uh, the fruition of all of these teaching. And so when you get right down to it, it is really not legalistic at all. But being perfect is to live by the true, costly spirit of God's love and grace one for us on the cross, self-sacrifice. That's teleos, and that's perfection. Now, let's look for a minute at one artist's um, interpretation of this teaching today. Um, We have it up on our screen right now. You can see that there is a black and whiteness, at least to this beginning of this painting. It's only a portion of it. The black and white is the legalistic laws of the rabbis. You know, there is no bending, there is no grace. You must obey the law, and there is tit for tat, back and forth, but there is no uh, exiting from this particular equation. There is, it's sort of razor sharp. It cuts through you and gives you really no relief. But there's the beginning of color coming into this. In the next slide, you'll see the whole picture. And here you see that... Uh, The artist has made the color rising from the bottom, a rainbow of colors. There is no black and white in the midst of that rainbow, but it is the dancing, shimmering uh, light uh, and vibration of colors when they come together. And when they come together in a painting and in our lives, they tend to bring us warmth and um, a new beginning. And as they begin to culminate, this is the love, the unconditional love Jesus is asking us to give to each other, the perfection of the law, and its true inspiration. It rises up and it begins to cancel out the power of the legalistic black and white law, and it is beginning to make a new day. And at the bottom, the next picture will show how finally in Christ and in his teachings, the love and the grace and the ability to love our enemies begins to take over the the power of the law, and the shimmering light of hope uh, brings us a new beginning and a new interpretation of the law. It's a rainbow of new life offered through Jesus. God's own love shared through uh, 
through uh, everyone's hearts whether you're wicked deserving undeserving Jew Gentile there is no distinction that rainbow of warmth comes to you and brings you love undeserved but love that changes your heart it's the Easter message of new life the true spirit of this law was always meant to be life renewing community building and powerful enough to change the world we have an example locally of someone who is doing just that in his own way in Kensington a neighborhood in Philadelphia many of us know it's not an easy neighborhood but he is a rare revolutionary a Christian man named Shane Claiborne he is well known throughout the country is in demand as a speaker at National Lutheran events and on radio and whatnot convocations everywhere he and his wife Katie have been married for five years and they founded together a monastic style community called the simple way right in Kensington and they gathered other like-minded families who wanted to do this sort of kingdom of God experiment they've been living this experience for the five years they've been married and Katie said when they were getting married you know Shane I don't want to have any air conditioning in our house and I don't want to have a dishwasher or a microwave in our house because we live in a neighborhood where our people around us cannot afford those luxuries and so we too will live as one with them the others in their community have grown in their understanding of uh, Christ's Sermon on the Mount applied to 2017 and occasionally there will be some visitors who pass through the community people curious to know what are you doing who is this Christ and what is his word about they try to avoid complaining in the simple way about each other they call it murmuring you know they murmured uh, the Jews murmured I think in the uh, wandering in the wilderness against each other because murmuring undermines unity it's complaining about each other talking behind each other's back questioning each other but instead they try to support each other and avoid any toxicity in that murmuring behavior but what really is food for thought was this reflection by Shane on the growing number of nuns these are those who are not religiously affiliated in society often uh, younger people although they can be any age nowadays and he says this I'm convinced that a lot of young people aren't leaving the church because we've made the gospel too hard the gospel too hard but they're leaving because we've made it too easy we've thought that young people want to be entertained with louder music and worship music that's fun and youth nights with blow-up sumo dolls well now young people might come for that but they're not going to stay because of that they'll stay because we've given them a vision of God's kingdom on earth they'll stay because of a gospel that challenges them <clears throat> to dive into the deep darkness of our world where people have been forsaken they'll stay because Jesus dares us to be as courageous for the cross as we've been for the sword yes Jesus challenges us today he challenges all of us as he finishes his sermon on the mount and in a word I'm saying this says Jesus in the message translation my people grow up 
your kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. Amen.